1: The magnitude of what Jesus promised us. I mean, we may not be able to see him, but he's here. His resurrection from the dead changed everything. You and I can know him like people before couldn't know him. Why? God became a man. He is now knowable in a way that before Jesus came physically, he was not knowable. You see what I mean? He changed everything.
0: It's amazing to think about. You can have a personal, intimate relationship with God himself. Jesus's life, death and resurrection are the most important event in history. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, the incarnation of Jesus made it possible for you to directly commune with God and to be made righteous in a way that no one could before. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing.
1: They're standing there, they, they're scared to death because they know that they're targets. And they're afraid of the, the leaders, the religious leaders that, that they, they knew they had, had lied about Jesus and had him crucified, had him executed, and now they're, they're afraid they're next, right? So they're gathered together three days after the crucifixion. They're hiding. They're in this room. The doors are closed. Mary Magdalene's telling them, I saw him. And they're like, shut up. He's dead. She, no, I saw him. He told me this and he told me, and all of a sudden he's standing there. And he, he shows them, not a spirit, right, not a ghost, like, no, it's me. You remember one of the other gospels tells us because Thomas was, you know, he'd already said, I'm not believing this stuff. And so Jesus said, touch me, Thomas, I'm here. Touch me. It's me. In other places, he ate with them, which, by the way, all of this, when you look at it, it tells us so much about heaven when you really think about it. We're not gonna get into all of that because we don't have time for it, but think about the fact, you know, John tells us that, that our new bodies, our resurrected bodies are gonna be like his body, right? You know what I'm talking about? You're gonna get a new body that'll be like his body? Why do you need that? If you're just gonna be sitting on a cloud, playing a harp, relaxed, doing nothing but worship, why do you need a, why do you need a body? No, there's gonna be a lot more to do. Matthew 18, 19, Jesus promised. He said, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Now think about that. These guys, the apostles, right, they're all gathered together in the room, the doors closed, and all of a sudden Jesus is there. But he was there before. They just couldn't see him. How do I know? Because he says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there. You realize he's here right now? You just can't see him. He's here right now. We're gathered together. At least a couple of us are serious about this stuff, right? There's at least a couple of us, two or three, gathered together truly in his name. He's here. He's here. And what hit me that day was... The magnitude of what Jesus promised us. I mean, we may not be able to see him, but he's here. His resurrection from the dead changed everything. You and I can know him like people before couldn't know him. Why? God became a man. He is now knowable in a way that before Jesus came physically, he was not knowable. You see what I mean? He changed everything. He changed everything. He lived a fully human life. He endured and experienced a fully human death. And then when he rose from the dead, he conquered death. He defeated death. And his physical body was changed to a body that's designed to live forever. His body changed. He hasn't changed. You understand your body will change one day, but you'll still be you. Now, he also promises to complete us and perfect us. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His essential nature and character, fully God, fully man, the same forever. Look back with me Hebrews 13:8 Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines for it is good that the heart be established by grace not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. Now I, my personal opinion is all I can give you on the specifics of what he's talking about here. I think again he's writing to the Hebrews I think he's talking about the Hebrew law. He's pointing. He's like this. It never profited the, the people. You know that they, they kept a, they strict on themselves, trying to do this, everything meticulous and eating the sacrifices. You know the you know offering these sacrifices to God and, and 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 eating those foods, but it didn't save them. He says we have an altar, verse ten, from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. Now you could tabernacle. Temple. I think the reason he uses the word tabernacle is just to emphasize how temporary it was. It was never intended to be permanent. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. A tabernacle, a tent, you put it up one day, you take it down the next. You see the idea? I think that's part of what he's doing. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. See, what the writer to the Hebrews is pointing out to them is that Jesus was not merely rejected by the Jewish people, by the Jewish leadership. No, 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 he was ostracized. They took him outside the camp, rejected him, called him unclean, crucified him like a common criminal. It, do you understand? It's like all of a sudden, it's like, Jesus? You mean the guy that crucified out there? Between the two crooks, the two thieves? That's, that Jesus, that's the one. You, and he said, yes, identify with that. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Yes, he is my Lord and my Messiah. He's the one I worship. You killed him, but he didn't stay dead. He came back. He's alive. Identify with that, he says. Bear that reproach. Just like Jesus did. He willingly took it upon himself. And he said, so should you. So should you. Willingly take that upon yourself. You know, we live, we live in an age when more and more and more, when you call yourself a Christian... People are not gonna like. Oh, good! You're, good. You're, you're a good Christian. No, that's that's gonna be a byword. It's gonna it's gonna be something negative in this country. You're a Christian, so you believe I'm evil. it be like, you know we we had a team here. This was about oh gosh, 15 years ago now. We had a team of of Mennonite youth group kids from up north came down and and they wanted to do evangelism and do outreach down in South Beach. And they went out in in groups of two or three or four, you know, just to talk to people and share with them. And one of them, it was interesting because it only happened, I only remember it ever happening with that particular team. They came back and they're sharing with me their stories. And one of the guys said, yeah, as soon as I told him I was a Christian, this guy grabbed me and kissed me right on the mouth. And his buddy said, yeah, man, I was so proud of him because I couldn't believe he didn't just knock him out. This guy just grabbed him and kissed him right on the mouth. Started laughing and walked off. He said, we stopped and prayed for him and moved on. Another one said that as soon as they shared, yeah, you know, we're, we're working with the church over here. And oh, you're a Christian. Yeah, we're, we're Christians. Well, then you must hate me because I'm a lesbian. And she spat in his face. And he's like, no, we don't hate you. Not at all.
0: We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry.
1: You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff, I don't want the fluff stuff, I, I want things that are really, some tools that'll help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I wanna do it, I have time to do it. So we did that, we sent some books, we sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that and they started a little Bible study group and, and God was just using that little 15 minute main thing radio broadcast every day Inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit
0: MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.